Welcome to Tea with the Changemakers. This week on the show, I'm chatting to Andy Farrenden, the curator of TEDx Brayford Pool in Lincoln. This year, we're partnering with TEDx Brayford Pool and running our own adventure, exploring misogyny and the impact that fast fashion has on our world. But I was keen to get Andy on the podcast to talk to him about the importance of TED and TEDx and how this incredible platform that's now operating in over 100 countries around the world is bringing ideas to the masses and helping to find solutions to some tough societal issues. So let's get started. us a little bit about TEDx Brayford Paul. How did it start? When did it start? And and why did you get behind this? The idea started back in 2015. Um, Myself and Kieran had been working on Festival 800, the Magna Carta celebration. And at the end of that, we sat in the pub and got slightly inebriated and uh, had a conversation along the lines of, wouldn't it be nice if? And I sat on it. Well, why would TED approve us? Why would they let me deal with it? Why, you know? And was a little bit paralyzed by fear and eventually went, you know what, what have I got to lose? I can only say no. And they did, twice. But they were great because they uh, helped us modify and helped us get the tone right and get the licensing right. Um, And as such, as I say, we launched our first event in 2017 with a five-year plan to add things incrementally as we went along to year five. We are now, if you don't count, 2020 in year five uh, and the five-year plan went out the window immediately a week after the first event because we were asked if we would be interested in doing a TEDx youth event as well mm. as part of another project to help them wrap up so we we actually launched two events in the first year whereas we'd only planned to do the one wow wow and um you know for those some there may be some people out there listening who've never heard of TED and TEDx I mean I think it's an absolute massive global brand that a lot of people have heard of which you obviously did hear of before you set it up so you know TEDx operates in all different places across the UK what's the mission of TED and TEDx TED's mission ultimately is to create a platform of ideas worth sharing uh, TED.com is the repository of short format educational videos with a maximum of 18 minutes um in 20 in 2009 sorry uh, the tedx program started so it's just I mean, it just had its 10th anniversary just before the pandemic so that went well um but the program was designed to allow communities around the world to stage independent TED-like events. And as I said, 109 countries later, um, you know, in in the UK, I think there's about 30 different TEDx events. Um, We're now the premier one in the East Midlands, which Mm -hmm. is really nice. Um, And it's it's just a really nice thing to be part of this global community and to be able to showcase Lincoln. Yeah. And in these 18 minutes or less, um, there are so many different experts and people from all walks of life talking about all sorts of things. Tell us about some of the topics, the subjects, the, the ideas that are being spread by the the, the speakers at TEDx. Uh, I mean, this year, this year, we're lucky. We actually welcome our 100th speaker across the big red dot this year. In fact, we've actually just invested in a new big red dot. <laughs> I've seen up. that red dot. It, I think it did need an upgrade. <laughs> that, that red dot you, it was colloquially known as the bath mat. And, um, <laughs> it did yeah, look like one. <laughs> the, the TEDx youth speakers all re- 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 referred to their coaching process as the home of the bath mat bond. <laughs> um, so we've just invested in a new one. So that's nice. And um, yeah, the ideas that we've had across that over the, over the five years, we've had everything from um, social change and it only takes five minutes to take an action, which I think was 
was yours, wasn't it? <laughs> I did take part in uh, in TEDx, yeah, twenty seventeen. Um, right the way through <laughs> to a phenomenal talk on eating disorder recovery from atypical anorexia. To uh, this year, we've got uh, an incredible guy called Tollis who's on our um, list who's come up with a formula that you spray onto crops that helps uh, that that allows them to absorb nitrogen from the atmosphere from polluted uh, polluted air and turn it into fertilizers so it's it's been a massively massively diverse range of topics across the last five years and um with the level of programs and the level of people that have been across it's across that stage it's just mind-blowing to see where some of them have gone on to and, and how they're really starting to affect and change the world around them mm. what always amazes me when i hear the talks um particularly those as you said from from this city here and it, it just it's overwhelming actually how much talent is here and how many ideas people do have and and how different and diverse it really is you have entrepreneurs you have inventors you have students you have just an ordinary person who feels very passionately about something and is really you know really understands what their topic or issue is and and they want to share that with everybody yeah absolutely and i think you know there's there's a, a bit of a misnomer around tedx that it tends to be very academic and it tends to be or it tends to be very business orientated or it tends to be this kind of elitist highbrow kind of space and it's not we really will consider anyone who has an idea and we really want to see people on that stage who are working at grassroots levels because they're the ones really ultimately that have the most impact. So um, you've already mentioned a couple of speakers at this year's event. Who are you most looking forward to hearing from? Oh, see, this is always a difficult try, a difficult one because they're all my babies and I've got to go and see them and do coaching with them later. <laughs> so um, it's, it's always a difficult one to pick out standalone ones. Um, there are some that I am going to be absolutely fascinated by just purely because they are so outside of my comfort zone mm. that the new learning for me is incredible. Mm. And all of them relate weirdly around agriculture. So mm. we've got a great guy called Luke Smith who's come up with a process to farm a specific type of non-native seaweed in the UK on shore for cow feed and it reduces I think something I think it's something like a tablespoon of this this seaweed can reduce cattle methane productions by 75%. Wow. Which when you consider the level of greenhouse gases and things in the 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 that the cattle industry creates is just mind-blowing. Uh, we've also got a fantastic young lady called Catherine James, who's a PhD student up at the Institute of Agriculture and Tech up at um, Rhizome Campus up here. And her work is around phenotyping of soft fruits using robots and AI. Mm. So the application for what she does in terms of our ever-developing, you know, ever climate crisis-ridden world and creating more sustainable food products that can be grown in harsher and, and stranger environments is endless you know mm. she that her work has application potentially from the sahara desert right the way through to food in space the whole whole reason we wanted to do this was we know that this stuff's going on and you know as we scratch beneath the surface the more stuff we found's going on is just mind-blowing every time but we know this stuff's going on why doesn't the rest of the world 
You're absolutely right. There are so many people living and working in the regions outside of London and some of our biggest cities with great ideas and solutions to solve some of our biggest issues. And you've already mentioned two speakers from Lincolnshire whose work is already helping to tackle climate change. And it really is about time that we do put a spotlight on these people in some of the smaller towns and cities. And TEDx Braveford Paul is, is doing exactly that. It's helping to do that by giving people a stage to share and promote their ideas. Absolutely. And then, you know, we look at the, I look at the rest of the program and because we try and keep these programs diverse, and that's the key point of the TEDx program is that it's not all single topic. Um, we've got a phenomenal author and creative writing lecturer from the university called Guy Mankowski, who's writing about, um, the original bassist from the band Hole. Uh, Kirsten Paff, who unfortunately died of an overdose when she was 27, but he over lockdown ended up in conversation with her family who've given him unlimited access to all of her personal archive. Mm. So he's not only looking at her as a musical inspiration, but also looking at the juxtaposition between how her persona was as a musician to the person that she actually was in these archives. And he's discovered they're two very, very different people. And we'll be looking at how what we keep as an archive, what the, what we leave behind shows us shows the world about us mm. so you know there's a real real diversity of stuff in there there's something for everyone you would probably say wouldn't there yeah our audiences are some of the most diverse audiences you'll ever find in lincolnshire mm. you know we've got people in there right the way from students through to ceos through to the chief of police um right the way through to my mum and dad who are retirees <laughs> and, and okay yes they're coming for me but they really like the talks <laughs> as well yeah. uh, but so you know it's a really diverse mix of people in the room over a really diverse mix of topics yeah, I really like that, you know, anyone's welcome, anyone yeah. can come and there is something for everyone. And also, if you're interested in doing a TEDx talk, as you said, you don't have to be an academic, someone that's already on a stage. You know, you you can you can literally start from from never speaking at all to being a, a TEDx speaker. It's fantastic. Yeah. And I mean, I look at you talk about not having starting from not ever having any experience as a fantastic speaker of ours um, who I sort of touched on earlier to talked about um, atypical anorexia called Zoe Burnett. And she wrote her application for TEDx in 2019 from her hospital bed as she was in recovery. Mm. Never thought anything would come of it. And she's now genuinely one of our breakout successes. She's become, um, she's written her own book. She's working now for, she's gone from being a nursery nurse in a position that she absolutely hated <laughs> to, to now being part of a, a fantastic charity, Midlands-based charity called First Steps, which is an eating disorder recovery charity. And uh, she has also become sort of like the local go-to media snippet person for ITV and BBC whenever they do anything on, on eating disorders, which is really mm -hmm. fantastic to see. Um, and to see her go, to go from that point of at her lowest ebb to now being at this position where she's really fantastically changing lives. TEDx has an opportunity to look good on your CV, mm. you know, but it's not necessarily about that. As you know, this is, this is tea with a change maker. It's, mm. it's about giving change makers that platform mm. to be heard and to share their work. Mm, mm. which is why we're huge supporters of it. I yeah. think it's a, a fantastic, as you said, platform for changemakers. And we actually had a previous guest uh, of our podcast, Mercy, the HIV activist, 
yes. also, and I believe she was also a she TEDx was, breakout. She was one of she was one of those uh, that that second event that I talked about the TEDx Youth in 2017. She was our inaugural TEDx um, 2017 con, um, cohort, and yeah, she talked about her experience of HIV and also why young women, especially, should be change makers. Um, and it's been great because actually I've reconnected with her through through the podcast because I'd I'd lost track of her and obviously mm. she got married, changed her name, and things like that. So um, I, I we're actually going to have a catch up in a couple of days oh, and, and see where she is now. Excellent. So Excellent. thanks for that. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> we're bringing change makers together. Yeah, totally. Which actually takes me nicely on to the next question. You're the person that brought it to Lincoln and we thank you for that. Um, you obviously had a passion, as you said at the beginning, to to bring it to the city and to, to give that platform, as you said, to change makers. Where did it come from? Like, what's your background? I mean, have you always been in this space where you've wanted to make sure those ideas are heard and the platform's there? You know, give us a little bit about yourself. Um, I, I, I always jokingly, and I've been told not to on numerous occasions by people in, in significantly higher positions than me when, when talking about my career. Um, I always jokingly describe myself as a professional busybody. <laughs> um, well, we, we describe ourselves as professional people watchers, so excellent. we're in the yeah. same No, boat absolutely. Here. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I like to think of myself as having a, a sort of a hand in a, in a wide variety of pies. I'm a Lincolnshire born and bred boy. I'm from just outside Louth um, in a little village called Mamby. I love this place. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I didn't always growing up gay in Lincolnshire in the late nineties. There's a challenge, mm-hmm. uh, but I've always been passionate about the fact that this is an incredible place to live, mm-hmm. an incredible place to work. Let's be honest. Now that the pandemic's catapulted everything into online working, mm-hmm. the cost of living here is so much lower than everywhere else in the country. Mm-hmm. You know, why not? Why mm-hmm. not want to amplify this? And then you come across voices like Zoe, like you, like all of the people that have come across this TEDx stage. And how can you not help but want to amplify those? Mm. For me, background though, I, I, I originally trained as a chef many, many years ago. I have a fa- still have a passion for food, which is why a lot of the projects and things I do have an element of food in it. Uh, in fact, actually, I was a, a non-executive director for a while for Mintline Cafe just around the corner from here, which is the uh, community cafe that works on uh, food waste reduction as well. And uh, in fact, I think Julie's one of their directors. Yeah, well. Julie is one of our change makers yeah. here at Social Change. Um, but yes, yeah, so a lot of the stuff I do is is food motivate. It makes me sound like I eat a lot. I do, <laughs> but it's also uh, it comes from a place. It comes from a place of love. Um, <laughs> but a lot of my stuff is is food related. And then uh, I, over the years, my career has morphed into working with design and working in the arts and creative sector. So TEDx Brayford Pool is not really a small event anymore after five years. It's become quite big, hasn't it? It has been exponential growth. You know, mm. we became the fastest growing TEDx in the country in our second year. Mm. And it hasn't really slowed down, even during <laughs> even during the pandemic. Whilst we perhaps weren't as visible as say some of our cohorts like some of our colleagues like TEDx London who who really fast pivoted and put all of their content online and made all of their TEDx program digital and, and you know streamed. Um whilst we weren't able to do that perhaps, um we still spent those two years planning and reinvigorating the program. And actually it was great because it gave us a chance to just pause and go, right, what's working, what isn't? Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of the things that we've uh, been really lucky to do is work with Loric, the Lincolnshire Open Research and Innovation Centre, um, to do an impact study. And I can very proudly tell you that we have, in our first three years, created £1.5 million um, pounds worth of social return on investment. 
brilliant. That's nothing to be shirked at. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. Not bad for not bad for an entirely volunteer led organization i think it shows it can be done and i think that goes in testament to yourself and your volunteer team in all the effort that you've put into into making it what it is which is a fantastic event thank you it's 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 so good to get some feedback you know as as one of our alumni it's lovely to have you still involved as one of our partners this year as well it's great to think that you know you know to know that this is something that you wholly believe in as much as we do um and that that's everything we could want and more and uh, for those that are listening think I want to attend one well our next one funnily enough (laughs) is on Saturday the 3rd of September this year we are expanding our programme from not just a day of speakers and uh, ideas but also to include a second day uh, which we're calling a TEDx adventure which will be packed to the gunnels with workshops experiments tours of the city um different discussions, different demonstrations, some incredible artistic um, exhibitions, uh, and all for the princely sum of £35 for a two-day Absolutely bargain. Yeah. If, you, if you want to open your eyes and your mind, this is the place to come, isn't it? Come on down to Lincoln, come to the engine shed and see us. <laughs> <laughs>